اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ولما بلغ اشده واستوى آتیناه حکما وعلما وكذلك نجز المحسنین صدق اللہ العظیم We had discussed about Sayyidina Musa alayhi salatu salam how he ended up in the palace of Fir'aun and in this ajeeb way that who Fir'aun is looking for is now in his hands and from whom Musa alayhi salatu salam's mother was trying to save him from the child went right in the same place but this is Allah Ta'ala's nizam and system Allah Ta'ala is manifesting his qudrat and all the arrangements were made then Musa alayhi salam was returned to his mother to be fed she fostered him it was her child and she got paid on top of it one gold coin daily Fir'aun was paying for the caring of this child after the foster years were over he was returned to the palace of Fir'aun because apparently this was nobody knew this was her child so she had to return the child and he grew up in the palace of Fir'aun in royalty now Fir'aun on the one side was killing child after child and here he is bringing up the very child at his cost bringing up the child that is going to become the means of his whole kingdom toppling as Musa salam grew eventually Allah Ta'ala blessed him with nubuwad it apparently seems from the Mufassirin what they have explained that at some stage Fir'aun became aware of this and Musa salam is taking a different line and a different path but because of his wife he could not do anything directly but he asked him to or Musa salam on his own accord left the palace and was living somewhere out and he would come and go but in any case he had now been conferred with Nubuwad a very strange thing that is noteworthy is that here Fir'aun is the worst kafir of the time and he is bringing up this child who eventually is conferred with Nubuwad at the same time there was another child who also was Musa who later on became known with the laqab and the title of Samiri he was also Musa he was also born in the time when the children were being slaughtered and just as Musa Aslam's mother was very concerned about what will be his outcome and she put him finally with the inspiration from Allah Ta'ala side in that box and put him in the river this mother also was very concerned when this child was born that what's going to be the outcome of my child on her own accord she decided that the way to save this child would be to go and put him into a cave and just block off the entrance of that cave and just hope for the best so she went and left this child in this one cave quietly secretly made her way to this cave put the child inside the cave and she somehow blocked off the entrance so that no animal or any person can go in and she left it to Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala commanded Jibreel Salatu Salam Jibreel Salatu Salam would come and put the fingers of this child in his mouth from one finger would be milk the other finger, other thumb would be honey and in this way this child grew up but the ajeeb thing 
that the child that was cared for by Jibreel he was the one that in time later on in the incident this might maybe we might pass it or not he was the one that initiated the worship of the calf and laid this foundation of shirk so he became the bigger mushrik than everybody else and here Fir'aun the worst kafir is bringing up a child that child becomes the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala as one poet put this in one line that وَمُوسَ الَّذِي رَبَّاهُ فِرْعَوْنُ وَمُوسَ الَّذِي رَبَّاهُ جِبْرِيلُ كَافِرُ وَمُوسَ الَّذِي رَبَّاهُ فِرْعَوْنُ مُرْسَلُ that the Musa that Jibreel cared for he turned out to be a kafir and the Musa that Fir'aun was taking care of in whatever way he finished off as the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala this is the Nizam of Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala is independent from all these systems of the world but there is some inherent good somewhere Allah Ta'ala brings that to fall and there is somebody who despite whatever care he received if there is some inherent evil sometimes that comes to the fall so in any case Musa now grew up and then one incident took place which the Quran Sharif describes and mentions in some detail in the next ayat that are almost for a whole page وَدَخَلَ الْمَدِينَةَ عَلَى حِينِ غَفْلَةٍ مِّنْ أَهْلِهَا فَوَجَدَ فِيهَا رَجُلَيْنِ يَقْتَتِلَانِ the summary of this is that one night Musa salam, and as he was growing up he became known to be somebody that would not tolerate the oppression that was being meted out upon the Bani Israel so because he was somebody that had grown in Fir'aun's palace the police and others and the Qiptis in general they had become a little cautious because Musa salam would now come to the defense of the Israelis so they had become a little cautious the amount of oppression they were beating upon them had reduced so in this way time was passing one night Musa salam, according to some Mufassiri it was towards the night some say Alahini Ghafla refers to the afternoon time when most people are at that time taking a rest the siesta so this was a very quiet time hardly any, nobody was around so in this quiet time Musa came in and as he came in he sees there is a altercation happening on the one side is a person who is from the Bani Israel the other side is somebody who is a Qibti from among Fir'aun's people and that Qibti is now having the upper hand so the person who was from the Bani Israel he saw Musa and he shouted to him for help فَاسْتَغَاثَهُ الَّذِي مِنْ شِيَعَتِهِ عَلَى الَّذِي مِنْ عَدُوِّهِ So now Musa salam, this was his he would always come to the defense of the oppressed so here he saw this person now that the Qibti has got the upper hand over him and he came to help this person who was being downtrodden so in order to push this Qibti away فَوَكَّزَهُ مُوسَى فَقَضَى عَلَيْهِ he gave him one punch because now behind this altercation, this fight so to move him out he gave him one punch but that punch was the punch of a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala that turned out to be the final punch the knockout punch of all times this person that was the end of him he died on the spot now when he dropped dead there were only the three of them there the Skipti, this person from the Bani Israel and Musa Salam. so nobody else had seen this so the Skipti was dead, 
this person from the Bani Israel, he disappeared. And obviously he was part of this altercation, so he would keep quiet about it. Musa salam also left from there immediately. But he immediately turned to Allah Ta'ala. And he says, Qala hadha min shaytan. Ya Allah, this is from the interference of shaitan, from the actions of shaitan. And innahu aduvum mudillum mubin. That shaitan is a very, very open enemy, and an enemy that keeps deviating a person. And then he turns to Allah Ta'ala, قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي ظَلَمْتُ نَفْسِي فَغْفِرْ لِي فَغَفَرَ لَهُ Ya Allah, I've oppressed myself, forgive me. Allah Ta'ala forgave him. إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Allah Ta'ala is most forgiving, most merciful. But now there's a major question here. Musa Ali Salam is a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. The Amya Ali Musalatu Salam are ma'asum, are sinless. So, what is the meaning of this that shaitan had made some inroad here, had interfered in some way. The issue in reality is that what Musa had done was well within the limits of Sharia of, his, of the time, well within the command of Allah Ta'ala. He had come to the defense of an oppressed person. In order to defend the person, he had to move the oppressor out. His intention was not to kill anybody. One punch normally doesn't kill anyone. And all this was meant to do was to move the oppressor out. What was the outcome was something that was not intended and not something that he had tried to do. So he was excused from that. So there was no sin involved. This was something that was a sheer mistake. But this is the lesson. That on the one side are the Anbiya Ali Musalatu Wasalam. Hazrat Adam Ali Salatu Wasalam out of total forgetfulness. Totally forgot. It slipped his mind at that time that the command of Allah Ta'ala was that don't eat from this tree. But in forgetfulness he ate from it and as soon as Allah Ta'ala questioned that did I not prohibit you from eating from this tree? Immediately the response is Qala Rabbana walamna anfusana wa illam lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna min al khasirin. Ya Allah we have oppressed ourselves. Now there could have been all those arguments put forward that this was in sheer forgetfulness. So if a person forgets something, in this ummah also, like a person is fasting, his fasting is not supposed to eat, but he forgot his fasting. And in that forgetfulness, not as a mistake, like one is a person, he's gargling his mouth, he's conscious of his fast. But he's gargling his mouth and by mistake he swallowed some water, his fast will break. Because he's, he didn't incur sin, because it was a mistake, but he'll break the fast. He's conscious of his fast. But in total forgetfulness he ate, he forgot completely his fasting. That is something that doesn't affect his fast in any way. His fast is completely intact. So likewise, here, when the Amiya Ali Wasalam, Hazrat Adam Ali Wasalam, didn't put forward all these arguments, that this was in forgetfulness, so why am I being taken to task for it? No, he turns to Allah Ta'ala in absolute humility. That whatever it is, but Ya Allah, I oppress myself. Likewise, Musa Salam, what he did was within the limits that he had was available to him or was permissible for him to act in. The outcome was not in his hand. He didn't intend that outcome. But despite that, he took it upon within himself that perhaps I used more force than was necessary. Whereas that might not have been the case. But he is not making excuses for himself. 
This is the lesson here. Unfortunately, we do sometimes some things which are clearly wrong. And in our heart of heart also, we know it's wrong. But we will still try to find some excuse to justify it in some way. This is the last thing to ever try and do, to try and justify the wrong. When a person tries to justify the wrong, this is something that closes the doors of Tawbah. Because if a person is acknowledging the wrong, that okay, it's my weakness, I agree that what I did is wrong, my fault, then this leaves the door of Tawbah, this, this remorse or this acknowledgement also, will bring him inshallah to the step of Tawbah. But when he starts finding excuses, then he'll find an excuse upon an excuse. And when somebody will clear that excuse for him, and make it clear to him that this doesn't apply, this is not valid, what you are saying doesn't make any sense, so he'll still look for something else, because his bottom line is to now somehow justify what he's got. And if he can't get it from somewhere, then he'll go fatwa shopping. And try to pose the question in such a way, that somebody or the other will now try and, or will some way give him some answer, and will try and give him some way out of it. One person had issued three talaks. Uh, he gave three talaks to his wife. So now, this became apparent that he gave three talaks, so the nikah is severed completely, totally out. So, now, he was not ready to accept that he had made this serious blunder, and somehow he's trying to now legalize it. So he went around some people, everybody told him the same thing. So finally he went to some half-baked person somewhere, and he said, look, there has to be some, some way out of this. And whatever he, material uh, temptations he gave him, so this person said, look, I think there is some way out, just tell me how you said it. Now this person was a simple person who, what did he know, how, what's Tajweed, and what's, how to pronounce the letters. So he said, talaq. So now, like how with the ta? So he said, no, no, this is not valid. Because talaq is with the ta, it's talaq. You said talaq, that's something else. And don't worry, you can get, go ahead. So now he went around some way, he found somebody, whereas he's living in total sin now. And he's living in haram, but in his mind somebody told him something. Somebody told him, no, it's fine. So that one person said, it's fine. Everybody else told him what the reality is. But somebody twisted something totally in a distorted manner, but that's good enough for him. Now he appeases himself with this one small thing behind. So this is what becomes a situation when a person starts looking for justifications, he'll find something. As futile as it will be, as baseless as it will be, he'll find something somewhere. He'll find somebody who said that, no, music is fine. So it's fine. He'll find somebody to say it somewhere. He'll find someone to say that the three talaks is one. This is something which... There have been first-hand experiences where a person in the month of Ramadan issued the talaq, came himself to find out, then he's given the answer or whatever it is, then he goes around hunting and same fatwa shopping, finds somebody who is far away from whatever the understanding is, person who doesn't subscribe to taqlid, so he regards himself as the mujtahid of the time, and then the person says, well three talaqs, how you gave it? All in one go? No, it's one only. So three in one, this is the Trinity Masla, so you can go ahead, it's fine. So you only gave one talaq, it's fine. Now, the person then carries on, and what is going to be the end result of this, 
Allah forbid, sometimes this kind of manner of handling things, this becomes the end result which is described in one hadith. But when Nabi Islam says that sometimes a person lives his life as a Muslim, his whole life as a Muslim, and at the end of his life he commits kufr. At the end of his life he commits kufr, how can this be? And the whole life he lived as a Muslim, shortly before he leaves his dunya, he goes on kufr. And on the other end, there's somebody, he lives his whole life in kufr, and towards the end of his life, he's granted iman. Now, this sounds very difficult to understand. But very often, these are the things that become the reason. That a person is playing with the deen of Allah Ta'ala. He knows in his heart of heart what it is. But he's making a mockery of deen. So now, that which he made a mockery of, that had already destroyed almost his iman. That became apparent at the time of death. It's not that it all went at that time. But close to death, what kufr was lurking inside because of how he made a mockery of deen. How he played around with the laws of Allah Ta'ala. And made it like a football, kicking it around. That kufr now surfaced. It only became apparent now. So somebody thinks that he only undertook that or incurred that kufr now. That was something carrying on from when? So this is the end result and this is the lesson to take from here that Musa also, he is not finding any excuses for himself. He is not trying to justify anything. He is not saying, I didn't try to kill him. I merely was moving him out. No, Rabbi inni zalamtu nafsi faghfirli. Faghfirallah, Allah forgave him doesn't mean that there was a sin, Allah forgave the sin. No, Allah Ta'ala raised his stages even beyond where he was. Due to this submission and this turning to Allah Ta'ala. So when a person errs, one is, obviously the Abiyali Musalatu Wasalam are masoom, are sinless. We, numerous mistakes, blatant sins, what not happens in our day-to-day life. The thing to do is to turn in all humility to Allah Ta'ala. And when a person turns in humility to Allah Ta'ala, and he submits himself to Allah Ta'ala, begs Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, then Allah Ta'ala's showers of rahmat come. And Allah Ta'ala's doors of mercy are open. Allah Ta'ala's doors of maghfirat are open. The thing to do is to turn to Allah Ta'ala. In any case, Musali Salaam now turns to Allah Ta'ala. And then further he says, قَالَ رَبِّ بِمَا أَنْ أَمْتَ عَلَيَّ فَلَنْ أَكُونَ ظَهِيرًا لِلْمُجْرِمِينَ Allah, you favored me that I made this mistake and you immediately, you pardoned me on this. Ya Allah, in future I will never ever be an assistant to anybody who is a wrongdoer. Now, what had become apparent that this person, this person from the Bani Israel also had some thing to do with this whole altercation. He was partly to blame in here. So therefore, he expressed it in this way. But the lesson in this is that a person should never ever side with oppression. person should never ever side with the person who is on the wrong. Sometimes the person on the wrong might be the one who is very close to him. But that should never ever become the reason for supporting someone just because it is his family person, it is somebody from his extended family, or somebody from his community, or somebody from his country. That should never ever be the basis for supporting somebody. The support will be for haq. The support will be for the truth. If sometimes the situation is a bit sensitive, a person can't come to the fore because of his own helplessness, he'll keep quiet and stay in the back. But he won't support the wrong. 
He will not, what is wrong, he will not say, no, this is right. Otherwise, this is something very serious and very major, that a person supports oppression. Then some Mufassirin have explained that this Mujrimin, this real criminal here was Shaitan. That Shaitan had instigated this whole thing. And Musa is saying that I will never be an assistant to Shaitan. In other words, Shaitan instigated this and he brought it to the point where Musa came in the picture. So this became the reason that he says that I will never become an assistant to Shaitan. I will first read the situation carefully. Many a times, Shaitan is stirring something between two parties. And now the third party comes in just full go without first assessing what's to be done here. How is this matter to be diffused? Now rather than diffusing it, the person becomes the fuse in it. And then that fuse blows everywhere. And what was sometimes a relatively smaller thing, that explodes into a much bigger thing. So this is the lesson here that he is saying that I will first assess the situation. I will try to ascertain what is the best way to diffuse it. Now I came in and to diffuse this I went on the offensive. And I tried to move this person out with force. It turned out that now he got killed. So in future I will first assess the situation that what is the best way to try and take care of it. Not just in a way that might create a bigger problem. So this is the lesson that he is giving us there. In any case, now quietly, this Bani Israel, this person from the Bani Israel disappeared. Musa left from there. But this person was left dead. So the next day or later that evening or whenever, this news became common knowledge that there has been somebody from the people of the Kiptis have been killed. But who has killed him? Nobody knows. The people came to Fir'aun to say that, look, it has to be somebody from the Bani Israel. Who else is going to kill him? So you must punish them. He says, fine, but bring the person who was responsible. If you bring the person who was responsible, I will punish him very seriously. In any case, nobody at this point knew what's happening. The next day, Musa salam comes again. فَأَصْبَحَ فِي الْمَدِينَةِ خَائِفَ يَتَرَقَّبُ He is also afraid that perhaps, maybe the message went out, maybe somehow they found out, or they didn't find out. He doesn't know for sure what is the position. But now as he comes in again into the city, Again, the same person from the Bani Israel, who the day before had been involved in the altercation and whose defense Musa Islam came to, he's again now fighting with another person. And again, he is now, the other person has got the upper hand, so he's shouting for help. As we mentioned the first day, that some people, their day doesn't pass if they didn't get in some kind of some trouble somewhere. They have to either, they get they stir it or they get stirred into it. So, till then, their night won't pass. They won't be able to fall asleep. They say that the adrenaline must run. So, this life is very boring if there's no trouble. So, if this kind of excitement a person wants in life, then, bas Allah ta'ala make khair. So, this is not the way that life should be. That a person is all the time looking for something to do and something to stir. He should be looking for how to remain calm and remain away from all these type of things. So now Musa Salam saw the same person again, remembered the incident happened yesterday, and now the same person, so he reprimanded him. Now, as his intention was to go and assist him, but in the process he also reprimanded him. That you seem to be also the troublemaker here. Now, when Musa Salam reprimanded him, 
And at the same time, he's moving in that direction to go and assist him. This person took it in a different light, and he sees Musa Islam coming towards them, and he hears the reprimand. He thought now, yesterday was that person's turn, today is mine. So he responds and says, قَالَ يَا مُوسَىٰ أَتُرِيدُ أَن تَقْتُلَنِي كَمَا قَتَلْتَ نَفْسًا بِالْأَمْسِ إِن تُرِيدُ إِلَّا أَن تَكُونَ جَبَّارًا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَمَا تُرِيدُ أَن تَكُونَ مِنَ الْمُسْلِحِينَ Do you wish to kill me? As you killed a person yesterday, now he blurted this out, he's fighting with somebody from the Qibtis, and he's blurting this out, that you want to kill me like you killed the person yesterday. So he exposed the secret, the news came out now, that who was responsible for the person who got killed yesterday. So this person who was the Qibti, he ran off, to go and give this message. And as a result, obviously now the whole events took another turn. Inshallah, we'll continue from there. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to internalize these lessons, especially this aspect, that never ever try to make any justification for our mistakes. We have erred, we turn to Allah Ta'ala. We make amends. We don't try to cover up that fault. Whether it is within the four walls of the home, we make a mistake sometimes in how we handle things, what we said, what we did. Whether it is sometimes in our workplaces, whether it is with people in public, wherever it may be, we know the mistake sometimes. Sometimes it's clear cut. Sometimes you are in doubt, then we don't make some kind of ruling for ourselves, we find out. And often after finding out, we'll realize the mistake was ours. And when we realize the mistake is ours, then the right thing to do and the only thing to do is to turn to Allah Ta'ala in repentance and to make amends, even with the servants of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq.